This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What is up, beautiful people? Thank you so much for joining me for our, this video today. My name is Dr. Tom LaHue, and we're going to be looking at Enneagram Type 7 and what it's like to be in a relationship with a 7. And this series was uh, was generated because I am uh, put together a new certificate program in Enneagram Relationship Coaching. You can find out more on my website, TomLahue.com. I do offer two certificates, Enneagram Coaching and Enneagram Relationship Coaching. Um, also, I do offer coaching appointments. So if you want to book one of those appointments, or if you're interested in becoming an Enneagram coach yourself, Check out the website in the description below, TomLahue.com. Also, thanks to my patrons. I really appreciate your continued support for this channel. And uh, let's dive into the information today. All right, so um, what does Enneagram 7 want in a relationship? Well, I put the words a travel buddy, <laughs> a travel companion. And uh, I haven't looked at my notes this morning. <clears throat> I've been putting them together uh, based off of these four books. Uh, Enneagram in Love, The Enneagram for Relationships, and here's a cool title, The Enneagram for Relationships. Okay, same exact title. And then this one by Helen Palmer, Enneagram in Love and Work. Uh, this, this book is a pistol. This book is sharp, all right? These two books are the books I'm going to encourage for the uh, Enneagram Relationship Coaching. If you want to go through that program, I'm encouraging you to get pick up both of these books. Um, that is uh, the one by Ashton Whitmoyer-Ober and the one by Stephanie Barron-Hall, okay? But this one right here, if you got the extra money and you want an extra book, this one is sharp, ow, painful, ooh, ouch. Okay, very good, Helen Palmer. And this one was written back in the 90s, but really awesome book. And I hadn't, I hadn't read that one before. Um, over there are my uh, Enneagram books. All those books on the bottom shelf are Enneagram books. And, of course, the ones on my Kindle. I've got more on Kindle, but all right. Too much. Too much. Okay, so let's talk about... Now, here's my notes. Obviously, one of the things about sevens is they get distracted. <laughs> Maybe we should start there. <laughs> Maybe we should start there. Sevens do get distracted. Uh, they get distracted easily. Um, they distract themselves sometimes. Okay, so a travel buddy, a travel companion. And uh, I'm thinking of some of the phrases that uh, Palmer says in her book that are sharp and ow. Like, for example, sevens are looking for a companion who will join them in all the things they already were going to do on their own. <laughs> that feels so awful when I hear it said like that. Um, okay, so let's get into the notes. Sevens, you know, can be very fun, exuberant, um expressive, whimsical, goofy, fun-loving, easygoing, don't like conflict. Um, they can be great companions. Uh, they don't want to stay sad and they don't want you to stay sad. They want to get things back to the sunny side, back to the lighthearted side. And so they can be great companions. Um, they can be people that, that want to make you laugh, that want to bring you joy, want to make you happy. Um, Sevens uh, are people who want to be lighthearted and bring that sort of lighthearted joy with them wherever they go. 
Well, what's the downside of that? I mean, who wouldn't want that in their life? Well, um, you know, there's some negatives to this. Um, there's definitely some positives, but there's some negatives as well. Even though sevens are often lighthearted, that does not mean that they can't commit to a relationship. Sevens can commit to a relationship. Um, think about fives. You know, fives, when fives fall in love, it may be like not the same as what other types might think of falling in love. It may be like fives or it's more of a mental decision. Like, is this pay, is this relationship going to be worth the pain that being in a relationship would bring me? This person is worth the pain of being in a relationship. Okay, with sevens, I think it might be like sevens have a hard time limiting their options. They have a hard time choosing one because it feels like you're saying no to the other 100 options out there. So when a seven actually does make a decision and chooses a person, they've probably thought about you know, the, that, that means I'm saying no to all the other people out there. So when sevens actually finally do commit, it may be hard for them to do that, but if they do that, then you, you could have a very loyal, especially uh, I would think with that six wing, uh, a seven that leans a little into that six wing, you could have a very loyal companion. Okay, sevens can be deeply loyal. They, they tend to be fairly independent, but they want to make their partner happy. Uh, sevens are on the earth to bring happiness and joy, and uh, they want to make their partner, their spouse, their their fiance, their girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, they want to make their kids happy. They want to make people in their life happy. If they feel like they can't do that, they might feel like, well, I've got this bag of tricks and it doesn't work for these people. Something's broken. Maybe I'm broken or maybe they're broken, but I've got this bag of medicine and you know I, I I go into this environment and none of it works so I don't know what to do sevens want to make people happy they want to make their their partner happy they need a partner that will appreciate the fact that they want to be free and independent to some degree while at the same time they need somebody that helps them be grounded they need somebody that helps them be grounded, but isn't necessarily, doesn't feel like a restraining force on them. Someone to help them get their feet on the ground and realize their plans, because sevens could live in a dreamy, planny kind of environment, and it's difficult for sevens to actually get their feet on the ground and get things done, because that takes you know detail and attention to detail and tedious, boring, logistics and I don't want to think about all that stuff I want to move on to the next and unhealthy sevens are just always moving on moving on moving on so they need somebody to help them stay grounded to help them see that you know this town is a perfect town to live in we don't need to move across the country every four years when you get antsy or when you get bored or when you feel like you're missing out on some other part of the world I need we need somebody to keep us grounded help us build that community because sevens they love people and they'll get out and they'll meet a lot of people but they might not have any real deep close friendships because they tend to move on they tend to move on too quickly and so staying instead of leaving is probably what growth looks like for a seven staying when they want to leave 
and challenging themselves to stay and endure and and continue on. And a lot of rich, deep, healthy things in life happen when you stay. Um, it's exhausting to continue to move, move, move. It's exhausting. You could exhaust yourself and others. They want a partner that will be a travel companion for them in life. Someone that laughs at and appreciates their humor while at the same time not always expecting them to be on. And on I mean, you know, uh, upbeat, positive, charming, whistling. I know like when I, in my life, if I'm just sort of in a neutral mood and I walk around people, they will ask me, is everything okay? Is everything all right? Is something wrong? And I'm not even really aware that I'm in a neutral mood. I'm just not upbeat. I'm not singing. I'm not, hey, making jokes or whatever. And so people think there's something wrong. Sevens, it can be exhausting to be on all the time. Um, and sometimes maybe we just do want to just chill out. Or we're getting older. You know, we're getting older and we just maybe want to watch TV or we just don't feel like, you know, being the source of of humor and hilarity all the time. And so we need a companion that is cool with that, that is okay with us and doesn't think, you know, oh, I've probably upset them. They're upset, they're angry, and I've probably upset them. We need somebody that can stay calm uh, when we're not necessarily on. And we would like somebody who would appreciate our humor and our goofiness, not correct us all the time for being, you know, Idiots. <laughs> Sevens are extremely optimistic people that view life as a buffet with unlimited options. Imagine if you, if you're not a seven, imagine if you could, if put yourself in, in our shoes for a while. Life is a buffet with unlimited options. Now remember, our sin is gluttony, right? So project that out into the world as if everybody is a glutton then we got to hurry we got to get there we got to get what we can before it's gone it's going to be gone all right uh because everybody's gluttons but everybody's not a glutton sevens are gluttons um and we want to do all the things we want to hurry 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 let's go there's more we could do why go to one party when there are three parties available what if the third party is the best one? How would we know that unless we tried all of them? And so YouTube is filled with sevens, you know, reviewing, reviewing things like guitars and um, all kinds of things. And they'll have a wall of guitars behind them. Look, I have walls of books behind me, seven, right? Walls of guitars behind them, and they're just looking for the best one. They love getting that new one, trying it out, and seeing all how it works and what's the best, and then sharing. This is a great guitar because X, Y, and Z. And now put that one aside, and here's a new one, another one. And let me try this one out. Life is a buffet. You need to sample all of these options. How will you know what's the best? And then I need to share with everybody. That's all seven stuff. And you, seven's focus of attention is on what they don't have, on what's coming next, on this one that I don't have might be better than the one I have, so I need to... Now you can see how that could, that could be a problem in relationships. That kind of thinking could be a real problem in relationships. So sevens have to integrate to that five in some parts of their life where they say, you know, 
Maybe everything I have is enough. I don't need anything else. I need to learn to be content with what I have. I don't need to reach out for something that I don't have. I need to let that go. Maybe I'll be happiest if I could just enjoy the one guitar that I have and really appreciate that. Balance, right? Growth always looks like balance and uh, a balanced diet, you know, a balanced schedule um, and balance in our wings and balance as our in, in, as an Enneagram type. Okay. The greatest desire of the seven is to have their needs and their desires and their wants fulfilled and to be happy and to be satisfied. Seven's kind of got the message as kids that you're on your own, you know, Mommy and daddy are busy. Go outside and play. You're on your own. In other words, you know, entertain yourself. And so sevens go out into the world entertaining themselves and often others. Uh, feeling great when they're entertaining people. Boredom. Sevens are those kids that are bored all summer. I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. And they literally are. Well, you know, a lot of people can be bored. It's just maybe not as painful to other types as it is to a seven. So sevens are a fear type. They're afraid of being bored, afraid of being stuck and limited options and missing out in fear of pain and fear of going through difficult situations and difficult times. They seek stimulation, peak experiences. They avoid limitations. They're drawn to multiple options, multiple plans. They like to live sort of in a dreamy environment where anything is possible. They love possibilities and ideas. Have a hard time knowing when enough is enough. Remember the sin is gluttony. Confuses ideas with it actually got done. If I thought about it in my head and implemented the plan in my head, then didn't we implement that? Didn't we do that? Oh, I don't remember. Maybe we didn't do that. And so sometimes it can be hard for sevens to stick with plans after they've passed that dreamy brainstorm idea uh fest once it gets into like implementing the plan that's where sevens often get lost or get no thanks so sevens are great idea generators but maybe not the best wired to be implementers of a plan now of course we can we can we can have a strong line to one for example maybe a stronger a stronger connection to eight and we could implement things and get it done it's just going to be kind of difficult but we can do it we can do it okay we can do difficult things all all types can uh focuses on themselves and meeting their own needs and they are self-referencing sevens are self-referencing which means we could look selfish to other people because we kind of wake up feet hit the ground what do i want to do today uh, that's not that's not a compliant type. What needs to be done? What do others need? Or how can I support others? Sevens are, what do I want to do? I'm interested in this thing, this latest, newest craze. I'm interested in it. So I'm going to go find out more about it, watch videos about it, go to the store and look at it, purchase it, put it on my shelf, try it out. And now I'm going after my own agenda. Okay. It's good to know that about yourself. If you don't know that about yourself, is that you tend to go after your own agenda. Um, works to eliminate authority by equalizing it. Sevens are soft rebellions, right? Soft rebellious, meaning we we 
we come against authority by making friends with it. We're all the same, right? Come on, Marty, you're not gonna write me up because we're friends, right, Marty? You're not gonna write that down and put it in the drawer for the teacher to see. Come on, Marty, we're friends, come on. So sevens tend to like charm their way out of problems. And that's when you'll see a seven really distressed is when they can't charm their way out of a problem. Sevens tend to talk their way out of problems, charm their way out of problems, negotiate uh, by being friends with authorities. And if you're my manager and we're best friends, well, then you're not going to make me work on Saturdays. Come on, Marty. You're not going to put me down on Saturdays. Um, okay. So we're the same as authority. I'm the same. We're the same. We're buddies. Okay. So confident. Sevens are confident. Um, I can do anything. If I wanted to study it, figure it out, I could do anything. I could become anything. I could learn anything. Um, I could learn a language. If I gave it enough time, sure, I could learn a language. No problem. Um, and people like me. People like me. Sevens want to feel like they're likable, like people like them. If if you want a seven to like you, then get them to think you like them. If you don't want a seven to like you, then make them think you don't like them. Maybe that didn't make sense, but hopefully it did. In other words, sevens are drawn to the people that like them, and they're repelled by the people who don't. Um, so if you get the feeling that somebody might not like you, then the seven starts to not like them. But if the seven is around, surrounded by people who love them, the seven is going to love them back often, okay? Very simple, simple, uh, simple way of, of, uh, of relating sevens, okay? Uh, diffuses fear, sevens charm and disarm. I like that. Charm and disarm. Talk their way out of trouble. Values spontaneity. Values open-ended agreements. Well, it's hard to write something down on your calendar as a commitment if, if you think something better might come along. It's hard to say, okay, we're going to meet on that day and we're going to do, um, do that thing if, well, uh, the circus might come to town and I don't want to miss the circus. So they like open-ended plans where we can say, yeah, let's do that unless something better comes along or unless I have something else that I have to do or unless maybe I forget. Okay, so that could seem very selfish to people. Um, freedom, loopholes, and backup options. Sevens love backup options. In other words, I've got maybe two plans for Saturday in case one of them either isn't what I want to do on Saturday, because how will I know until it's Saturday? How will I know for sure until Saturday? When Saturday comes, then I'll know if I really want to do that thing or not. And then maybe I'll go to it, and then I'll like it, so I'll stay. I don't like it, so I need to disappear. And sevens are great at disappearing. Escape artists. The, the lowest level of health for the seven is the frenetic escape artist. And sevens, one of their superpowers is teleportation. They'll just disappear. They don't want to raise a lot of attention. They don't want you upset with them. They don't want a big conflict. They just don't want to be here anymore. And so you'll just see them disappear out the back door and move on to whatever they think is more enjoyable or whatever they think will make them more happy or more satisfied, okay? They don't want to say, your party's lame, your party's dumb, your party's stupid. If they have a strong eight wing, they might, but they don't tend to want to do that. They want to just disappear. Likes the beginning stages of play. Okay, procrastinates because... They fear commitment and um, and showing up and doing those details. Synthesizes different systems. In other words, has a synthesizing mind that finds parallels and connections. The worldview of a seven, 
I like that idea. The worldview is like life is a buffet and you want to sample everything. Here's some other options. Uh, life is empty and I am responsible for filling it up. Or the world is full of opportunity and options and I look forward to the future. All of those I think would be a good way to summarize the worldview of, of a seven. One of the superpowers of a seven is being able to turn the negative into positive. Being able to turn dark moments into light moments. Being able to reframe negative things into positive things. So you lost your job. Yeah, that's bad. But you know, it's really like one chapter in your book has ended and a whole new chapter begins. I mean, every time something comes to a conclusion, yeah, you could think about it that way, but why not think about, hey, now the whole world is in front of me. I could go and be anything I wanted to be. I could move to any city. I could go to any educational program and I could become anything now. That's seven stuff. Reframing, moving away from the negative side to the positive side is exactly the opposite of a six who takes the positive. Sixes win a thousand dollars and it becomes a problem. I don't know what to do with this thousand dollars. Should I take it? Should I take it? Do you think I should take it? What should I use it on? Should I should I give some to my sister? If I don't give some to my sister, she could be really upset. I need to give some to my sister. But how much should I give? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I, with a six, you just won a thousand dollars. You should be happy. But watch them turn it into all of this problem. Sevens take a problem and they turn it into all these possibilities. Okay. So there's a dark defining line there between six and seven that we need to learn to balance on either side. If you're a six or a seven, we need to learn to balance that. Okie dokie, let's see. Um, reframing could also be a weakness if sevens do not allow themselves to mature by working through the pain, the sorrow, the difficulties, the heartaches, all the stuff that you know sevens don't wanna deal with. Uh, those are there to help us be mature and grounded in life. And sevens could end up, you know, being a little bit um, immature or coming across at least as kind of immature because maybe we don't want to face the realities of life. Sevens are proverbial children. They want to be like children. Uh, they want to have that childlike naive attitude. You say, no, that's not true, Tom. Okay. Probably one of the saddest things a seven could think of is of themselves or their children growing up. If you want to make a seven, you want to bring tears to the eyes of a seven, just show photos of, of their children growing up, okay? And seeing those children become adults, yeah, it's great. Everybody loves it. I'm so excited that my kids are growing up into becoming adults. But when I think about, they're no longer little kids anymore. That is like the heart of a seven, okay? Is to try to keep that childlike heart about them. Sevens are exceptional cheerleaders for others in relationships, and that's really the subject of this video. Um, in relationships, sevens can be extremely outgoing, extremely generous, and extremely resilient. Okay, so let's unpack those a little bit. Sevens can be extremely outgoing, um, the most extroverted type on the Enneagram. Now, that being said, you may at times see a seven struggling with extroversion, introversion, because if the seven is bored, doesn't want to be there, or they're just exhausted, or they're just, this isn't fun, and they're in that one place because they're not enjoying themselves, you might see them introvert. Just like, I don't feel like. I could, I could turn on the channel and all the comedy come, come out and everybody could feel great. It's just, I don't even want to be here. And so you'll see a seven kind of dial down to like this introverted type all of a sudden. 
So I like to think of sevens as being extroverted introverts or introverted extroverts, okay? Um, they are not, in, but when they are on, buddy, watch out. We can be the most extroverted. Like put us on a stage to do improv, sevens. That's the, the world of a seven right there. If they're uh, not in a hurry to get on to the next thing, then sevens might take time to stand and talk, especially if somebody is new and has a new perspective and they're from a different place. And that's what gets sevens fired up and interested is, wow, you're from Nepal? What's that like growing up in Nepal? That is so cool. Do you guys have churches in Nepal? What are those like? You eat what? You know, that kind of stuff is what sevens really love is like broadening their mind and new perspectives and mission trips, that kind of thing. All right, so um, if you need more friends in your life, make friends with a seven. Okay, in other words, if you need more acquaintances that could potentially become friends, make friends with a seven because sevens don't mind going down, knocking on everybody's door and introducing themselves and, and meeting other people. Just don't expect for the seven to remember all those details about you. You know, you go up to a seven and you say, hey, seven, um, my cat is sick and my cat is not necessarily going to make it and I'm really upset about my cat. And a seven might completely attend to you and put their arm around you and try and make you feel better. But then a week later, don't expect that seven to remember that you have a cat problem because they probably won't. Sevens not only reframe the negative in the moment, but they tend to reframe the negative away from their even their memory. Okay, so sevens tend to remember the best times of growing up in their home or their kids growing up, and they tend to deflect away all of those negative times, which I like it. Okay, sevens can be extremely generous. Um, they're generous with their information. They're generous with enthusiasm. They're generous even with compliments. Um, they're generous and believing in you. Now you can do this. Come on, Sally. Give it a try. You're going to be great. You look great. That eye makeup stuff you're wearing is They won't always say it right. But that eye makeup stuff that you're wearing on your face looks great. That's a perfect color for you. Get out on the stage. Man, people are going to love you. You're going to do great. Okay, there. that is no problem. Imagine a five saying that stuff, right? Remember fives, their sin is greed and stinginess and avarice. Imagine a five saying all that. They're going to be like more guarded and withholding that kind of stuff. And sevens, boom, it just comes out. Um, very generous with their information, very generous with their enthusiasm. And let me put this, here's a negative though. They might be oversharers, oversharers, you know, um, and maybe say things that, oh, maybe I wasn't supposed to say that. I remember one time when a couple told me that they were going to have a baby and I was supposed to keep it a secret and I didn't. I totally forgot about the secret part. I'm like, it's great information. Everybody should know this. Everybody needs to know. And I, I, uh, I forgot that they said, don't tell everybody. And I overshared that information. And sevens might overshare their personal lives or overshare you know, their personal information. Um, and it could be uncomfortable for others. Um, imagine if I was sitting there with my son or my daughter or my wife and we were talking to some strangers 
and and we're having a pleasant conversation and watch i raise the environment raise the energy with humorous stories but i could do it at the expense of the private lives of my family by oversharing information like for example hey you remember that time when you had diarrhea <laughs> well <laughs> the people in my life might not appreciate that story being told you know to strangers because they might have a personality that wants to make a good impression on others and there i am oversharing personal information I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. I mean, it's everybody's enjoying this moment. The mood is hilarious and everybody's feeling great. And it happened, don't you remember? And then you could drive home and the the person in your family might say, you know, gosh, did you have to tell them that? Oh, I'm so mad. Uh, I didn't mean to make anybody mad. Okay. Oversharers. They like to share their adventures with others um they want to go places and do things and they want you to come with them sevens can also be generous with their possessions hey you know what i have 45 guitars behind me that i've ordered and reviewed and you know what you don't even have one so uh you know what this one no wait this one yeah let me give you this one that's very 70 like, I'm excited about this thing. I've got an abundance of them. I'm not really going to miss one because I thought I would love that one. But then when I got these other 44 guitars, I realized that these are better than this one anyway. So I don't mind giving it up. Here you go. Now you can, you know, be excited about something too. So sevens can be very generous with their possessions. If they find something great, they want you to know about it. If they see a great movie, they want to talk about it. They want, they want, they'll almost, sevens are great salesmen too because they're persuaders. This was one of the best movies I ever saw. Man, I've never seen anything like You've got to go see it. And assertive, you need to do this thing. You need to go get this thing. Sevens can be very pushy and not really mean to be pushy, but can come across, you know, persuasive, very persuasive at times. Talk people into things. Charm and disarm. All right? Um, they may have a hard time, though, being generous and sharing their emotions. Ah, people don't want to hear about that. People don't want to know about that. I don't want to focus on that. So they may have a hard time communicating. So they're talking, but are they really communicating? That's not the same thing to talk and to be open and communicate openly your feelings your wants, wishes, and desires, those can be hard for sevens to really share those. Sevens can be extremely generous. Uh, sevens can be resilient. Resilient means you bounce back. Always able to pull themselves back up by their bootstraps and believe, you know what, I need to just shake this off. I need to just smack myself a couple of times. Say, come on, we can do this, we can do this. I need to get my attitude right. I need to get back in the zone. I need to get focused again. And you know, everything would change if I would just change my attitude. That's very 70, right? Is like I could fix things with enthusiasm. Like more important than the information, more important than a plan, more important than follow through is I just need to get. When you get excited about things, when you focus on them, stuff changes. People change when you get excited about stuff. Sevens believe they can fix things if they just got more enthusiastic about it. 
the problem with my diet is not that I don't have a good enough plan or that I don't have enough uh, willpower or that I don't have enough uh, uh, focus. The problem of my, my diet is I'm just not excited about it anymore. If I got excited about it, I could totally lose that 20 pounds, no problem. I just need to wake up and get excited about it. I just need to focus my excitement and enthusiasm on it and it would happen. And the world just kind of moves out of the way and it does. It moves out of the way for that enthusiastic person that believes in themselves and in what they're doing. That that downside though that we talked about earlier was what happens when that doesn't work, when you can't enthusiastic your way out of, let's say, trouble with the law, you know, or getting expelled from school. Okay. I wouldn't know about that, never got expelled. I have a strong six wing that says, uh, 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 uh. Uh, don't say that out loud. You're going to get expelled. Okay. When unhealthy, sevens can have a bit of an addictive personality. Remember the guy with the guitarist behind his head, right? Uh, they can find themselves trying to escape anything that feels like pain or boredom. They can be impulsive, anxious, and fiercely independent. They run away from emotional connection and emotionally difficult issues. They can demonstrate frustration and even a bit of anger. Just a touch. A touch of anger. They can suck the joy. They bring joy. They suck joy out, right? When they're upset, frustrated, we don't get to do all the things, and I've got to limit my options, and why do we have to sit here for this long? This is, yo, okay. Um, when they can be disappointed, because life doesn't always work out the way those dreamy plans uh, say it's going to work out. So sevens can be disappointed and sulk and pout because your plans never included backaches, headaches, flat tires, you know, real world stuff. It was dreamy world, Candyland stuff. And then when the real world doesn't live up to what it could be, Sevens have a hard time, and we have no connection to nine, right? Other than around the dial, where nines are happy with whatever we're doing. I've learned a lot of great benefit in trying to adopt that kind of attitude. If things don't work out the way I'd like them to, why don't I just enjoy what is? Try to come back and just enjoy things that are right in front of me. And instead of looking for this event to make me happy, what if I could make this event happier? <laughs> What if I could bring some happiness to this moment rather than trying to find happiness in this moment? What if I could do things in a fun way rather than do fun things? Okay, changing your perspective is everything. All right, um, when they are unhealthy, they may have a hard time with romantic relationships. Unhealthy sevens fear commitment, fear being tied down. Uh, or staying in one place for too long. They have an extreme fear of boredom, and if the relationship starts to become too predictable, sevens might look for escape. Uh, sevens and average levels of health can be fun and bright, spontaneous, adventurous, looking for exciting new challenges. They follow their interests. Um, when they, whatever they're into in the moment is what sevens are going to be pursuing. You say, well, what is that? Whatever it is in the moment. So for this two months, it might be mountain biking. Next two months, it might be everything to do with Arizona. And they want to learn about Arizona, and they want to go to Arizona, and they're planning trips to Arizona and Sedona and to the Grand Canyon. And then the next two months, it might be men's fragrances. And then the next two months, it might be racquetball. 
and the next two months it might be and it's just whatever they're into for the moment they are all into every moment they want to focus on that whatever they're into that can be difficult for the people that live with a seven um because it can be difficult okay so the right time for a seven to act is guess when now right now let's do it now go now let's let's make the reservations now let's get in the car and go now now is the right time uh in the seven mind uh sevens could overexert themselves um and just irritate people with wanting to do all the things you know to do everything they desire to make their partner feel loved happy and satisfied um while at the same time staying true to doing what they want to do so how do you walk that balance i want i want her to be happy doing all the things that will make me happy <laughs> okay sevens are probably not going to want to sit on the couch every night and watch television they're going to want to do things they want to go out to dinner to new places to go dancing to um you know go to the park play putt putt golf go bowling go ice skating see new historical locations that they've never been to before um, museums exhausting themselves and others can be a normal part of a relationship with an average health seven it's never enough uh, gravitates toward people who like them attention is on the next event life moves on and sevens move on okay healthy sevens radiate light and exuberance tempered by a good dose of even keel reality Healthy sevens have learned to find the beauty and the joy and meaning in the good times as well as in some of the difficult times. They no longer feel it's necessary to run away from pain. Um, they know that pain is not going to suck them into a black hole and keep them forever. They're more okay with, I'm going to make it through this. I need to just have this moment. I need to just let it out and then... I'm going to be okay. They are present to life. Bring a sense of joy with them to others. They've learned to trust the larger plan around them. Um, rather than chasing their own pursuits, they look for opportunities where we could chase together, where we could be together, where we could do things together. They have allowed themselves, these are healthy sevens, allow themselves to uh, experience the full spectrum of emotions. Uh, they are at their best when they are fulfilled and content right where they are. Sevens grow by staying instead of leaving. Now, communication and conflict. Let me get a drink of water. Okay, communication and conflict. Sevens tend to be positive and not want to get bogged down in negativity. They are fluid thinkers that have very open minds at times. When they're frustrated, you'll see them more like a one, have a rigid, there's the right way to do things and a more perfectionistic, rigid way of thinking. But in good health, sevens have very open, fluid, whatever works for you kind of mindset. Um, they often say the first thing that comes into their mind. They often say things that people get irritated and upset about that the seven didn't mean necessarily to say in the way it came across. Um, they like to brainstorm. They like to think creatively and quickly. Um, they want to be taken seriously, but they don't always want to work out the details and the logistics that serious people do. Planners and thinkers rather than implementers. The practicalities of their decisions can come later. Sevens do have feelings, but they don't often want to think to talk about them or don't think that they should communicate them or don't really want to focus a lot of attention on those things. They like to stay on the light side of things, the happy side of things. 
<clears throat> and if the relationship is starting to turn into conflict, they're going to want to shut that down and move away from that. And let's be done with this. Why do we have to do this? This is gray cloud stuff. Let's be done with this. What do I need to say to make this conflict go away and get back to the bright? Well, that's good, but you, you, need, you do need to work through things, right? And so a healthy seven starts to learn that the true road to happiness, we've got to work through conflict. We have to, we have to deal with things. We can't just brush them under the carpet and get back to sunny, sunny town. All right. Um, the goal is to have stimulating company while they pursue the same activities they would on their own. And that's pretty humbling. That came out of that book. Out. So let me say that again. The goal of a seven, and this isn't good. I'm not saying this is good. I'm saying it hurt when I read it. The goal of a seven in relationship is to have a stimulating companion, company, that's willing to go and do all the things the seven would want to do on their own, uh, to pursue the same activities they would choose to do on their own. Sevens never look angry or more depressed than when they have to make a choice. Even a good choice feels terrible, feels limiting, they're saying no to so many possibilities, and it's very difficult. Sevens can feel a lot of anxiety when they have to make choices. Commitments feel like you're giving up on all the other options. Sevens tend to not like to get into conflict with other people. Again, they can be disappointed when their plans don't work out the way they expect. Um, they can be frustrated that this event could have been better, could have been better planned, could have been more thought out. We could have had balloons. We could have had clowns. I'm just saying, it could have been more fun. They feel trapped between, on the one hand, I want to go and do this activity. On the other hand, I don't want to upset people by going by myself to do that, and I don't think they want to go, so I don't want to upset them by asking them to go and spend money on this. While at the same time, I want to go do, I want to go spend money, but I don't want to upset, I don't want to anger, I don't want to irritate, and sevens can feel trapped between, I want to do the things I want to do, but I don't want to upset and cause conflict and problems in the relationship. Okay. Um, if there is an infraction or something that was done that is wrong, sevens are going to want to clean up that mess as fast as possible and move beyond it. They're not going to want to linger in that moment. Uh, they don't want to make the people in their lives unhappy. Um, they're just kind of thinking about their own happiness. And so they might do things and say things and leave people out and leave people behind unintentionally because they're just moving to the next thing as fast as they can and they could create a path, a trail, a trail of broken promises in their wake that they don't want to acknowledge. And they'll reframe away as, well, they didn't really want to go anyway. And, you know, they don't, they don't, like, they don't like to walk that far at the flea market, so they didn't really want to go. And it's fine, it's fine. I didn't really, I didn't mean, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know you're going to be upset. I had no idea. And so they tend to reframe away. I didn't mean to do anything that was, yeah, not, that's going to look like they're not taking responsibility for their decisions or they're not taking responsibility for their, for their actions. Okay. Seven seek to dis diffuse disagreements. Um, they tend to make jokes to ease tense situations. They are pleasant when you admire them, and they're pleasant when you accompany them, but they might ridicule you and discount you if 
you or the situation if you challenge them or place them in an inferior, subservient, trapped position, then they might ridicule you or ridicule the event. We can say it like this. They either make nice with you or they might make fun of you. Ouch. Okay. They have a difficult time owning that their words or actions have hurt someone else. They may try to reframe the situation so they appear innocent. But my, my mom used to say, little St. Audberry. I'm little St. Audberry. I didn't mean, I didn't know. Okay. Uh, yet I managed to go and do the very thing I wanted to do. Somehow I weaseled out of my commitments to go do the thing I wanted to do. It's going to look selfish. All right. They're committed to a positive outcome and feeling okay about themselves. I'm a likable guy. People like me. And I, I'm an okay guy. And I'm going to reframe the situation so that I feel okay about myself. That I'm not really a big jerk. Which sometimes we are. We all are sometimes. So taking ownership and responsibility for the hurt you caused. Uh, what I'm saying, that can be hard for sevens. Taking ownership and responsibility. And when you finally, when you finally pin them against the wall and there's no way to weasel out of it or charm or disarm their way out of it, then they're going to want to say, okay, well, all right, fine. I did the wrong thing. I'm sorry. Let's move on. Why don't we sit there for a while and think about what we did? See, once we finally get pinned to a wall, it might be hard for the seven to like really sit there and think about the other person and how they felt and the pain I caused. No, the seven's going to want to go, okay, fine. All right. You know what? I'm sorry. I did the wrong thing. Now, why do we have to talk about this? See what happened? Okay, I finally admitted it. Now let's move on. Let's move on. Next thing. Move on to the next thing. That's a seven tactic. Move on. And that can be frustrating for the people around us, right? Is that we're not really taking them seriously. We're not taking their pain seriously. We want to brush it aside and move on. Too quick, maybe. Look how we kind of weasel. And even in that, we kind of weaseled out of it by... They have the problem because they want to just dwell on this. All right. Um, hearing that their partner is upset can make them feel like they failed and make them feel bad. And we don't want to feel that. We didn't follow through on what our partner needed. They love to generate ideas, but they have a hard time seeing them through to the end. The truth is they just get bored with things as they are and don't want to tie themselves down, giving attention to details. They want to move on to the next thing. Their partner could feel like they're left behind or their partner could feel like I can't, I'm not enough to satisfy you. You're a glutton. You're a glutton. Okay. Everything I do and every time I say yes and all these things, all this money we've spent and all these adventures we've been on and it's just never enough. I, their partner might start to think, I'm not enough. You're not happy with me. And to some degree, it's like this person that's always so happy is in a sense, always searching for happiness. And the other person could feel like they're not sufficient or they're not enough. It's not about the other person. It's about the seven. Okay? So that could be hard for a partner of a seven who might take it personally that they are not enough for, for you. Intimacy. Intimacy. Sevens tend to have many interests. Uh, an ideal mate is someone who adores the seven and will keep the seven company while he or she has a good time. They feel connected to their partner when they're able to talk about their hobbies and their interests. I'm gonna put that word in there too. Their hobbies and varied 
interests with them. Sevens like to plan out adventures and dream big dreams. They can feel deeply connected with someone who lets them brainstorm their big ideas and dreams. They appreciate and feel close to someone who appreciates their humor and lighthearted demeanor. But what if somebody is looking at them saying, you're so stupid, you're an idiot. Well, they're not going to feel close to that. Or somebody that's always correcting them like, stop. You know, you're not taking this seriously. Stop. A seven's going to think, gosh, you know, I've got this bag of tricks and they don't make you happy. They make you angry. Yeah, this isn't going to work out. Okay. Um, they, they feel close to somebody that laughs at their humor, that finds them adorable. Sevens want to be adorable. <laughs> okay. They like people who like them and don't like people who don't like them. How do you get a seven to not like you? Make them think you don't like them. Okay. Sevens like to try new things, which can often draw their attention away from the present moment. Sevens like to have fun with their partner. Uh, they are in the thinking group, but their minds take in and process information to help them move away from pain, boredom, and tedious activities. Sevens seek fulfillment and satisfaction in life. When they have matured, they realize that lasting satisfaction in life cannot be found in independence away from people, but in relation with people and interdependence with other people. What could you do if you're in a relationship with a seven? What are some key steps that you could take to improve that relationship? Try to help the seven stay focused in the here and now and recognize that they're often very unfocused. They're focused on the future and they, they, that's good. You know, they're focused on what could be and possibilities, but we need to also, you know, make sure we're focused on the kids right now, paying bills right now, getting our work done today. Uh, not just thinking about the vacation coming up in three months. Help them by letting them talk about their pain and their emotions. Maybe help them explore that darker side. Uh, walk with them through those difficult emotions. Helping them to realize that they're not going to get stuck in these if they, if they lean into those, the pain from childhood or that difficult move they had to make when they were a child or their breakup of their first marriage or their dysfunction with their daughter or whatever it is sevens might not want to explore those things because but if you will help them by making it a safe place encouraging them to talk through that stuff when the time is right then that could be a big help and a something that could create intimacy okay help them realize that not everyone is as energetic and fast-paced as they are Help them slow down and process the moment and appreciate what they are doing in the present moment uh, and how much fun they're having in the present moment. Or you could say mindfulness. Mindfulness is all about slowing down and saying, you know what? I just felt the breeze and the sunshine on my shoulder and I'm looking at that palm tree up there and this is just a beautiful moment. Okay, extend that out and really kind of chew that moment over and savor the moment. Sevens have a hard time savoring. They're looking for something exciting and fun to do, but they have a hard time savoring the moment when they're doing it. Help them savor the moment, you know. Maybe take pictures of it and then go back and look at those pictures and talk about it and really savor the moment. Or take them by the hand in that moment and say something like, this is so much fun. 
I'm so glad we're together, and the seven is brought back to the present moment rather than the next ride that we're headed for. Okay, the next ride we're going to. Don't overreact when they're talking about all their big plans and their big ideas because probably a lot of them are never going to happen. They like to explore what could be, but all you're hearing maybe is dollar signs. Oh, that if we did that, then mom... Mom will never understand. Oh, if we did that, we won't have money to put the kids in school. Oh, and so you could you could come back and deflate all of these ideas because they're not realistic because we don't have the money. It's probably better to just let them have their blue sky and enjoy their blue sky moment and say, oh yeah, that would be great. If we could go all the way to Australia, wouldn't that be awesome? Right now, it's just in the blue sky dream phase. Don't panic until it starts to come down into, yeah, let's spend money on this. Then, okay, wait a minute. Let's slow down. Let's talk about it. So let them live in their blue sky Candyland world without taking all of it seriously. They want you to come join them up in the clouds with what could be possibilities. But you could be like, oh, here he goes again. Spending money we don't have. Okay. All right. Help them put their feet on their plans. When those plans are good, the seven might not want to really sit with them to see it all the way to the end, so they might need a companion that helps them. Okay, you know what? That was a really good idea. What could we do to make that idea into a reality? And then help them actually get those things done. Be willing to work through the details with them or for them and they're gonna feel really close to you like, wow, I needed you in my life because I was never able to make these plans into realities. Okay, silence can be scary uh, for sevens because it allows the negative thoughts, pain, thoughts about growing up and time slipping out of our hands. Silence can be difficult for sevens because it allows us to process kind of forces us to process all these difficult emotions. If I could talk to any seven out there, I would say, go sit in silence. Get rid of all these electronics and books and magazines. Go sit in silence. And anything that feels sad, lean into it. Don't push it away. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow the tears to come. It would be good for you to, it would be cathartic for you to allow those sad painful feelings to to rise up how could you let it go if you don't acknowledge it's there it's just like when you've hurt somebody's feelings when you've hurt somebody's feelings and you want to just deflect and deflect away i didn't mean well i didn't know well i didn't do okay fine i did it now let's move on we do the same thing with those sad emotions like oh it's not really there no i'm fine i don't really care. it was fine. Uh, okay yeah all right fine it was very sad when we moved away from home but you know what and then boom we move on why not just sit there for a moment and let yourself feel the sadness? Try to remember what that was like and remember the faces of the people in your families during those times and the broken, the heartache. How, why would that hurt you? But sevens feel like it's going to, no, that's not. It could be good for us. It could be very good for us. And to have a partner that helps us and understands that that is difficult for us and is patient with us, that could be a very good, intimate need. All right? Um, be understanding that the seven has a hard time staying focused during a conversation. So when the seven is telling you about 
Hey, have you seen this? Uh, have you seen this new thing? This is so cool. Check this out. Look at these swords. Did you know that there's a difference between this sword and that sword? Look at all these swords. Swords. Okay, and they're all excited about whatever it is they're excited about. And then you say, "Well, you know, I'm glad that you you came in here because I want to talk to you about something. Grandma's not been feeling very well, and I think it's important. Why don't you sit down?" And they start this long conversation about grandma's health. What's going to happen in the seven's mind? I got to get out of here. Yeah, I love grandma, but I don't want to sit and think and talk about all this. And a seven is going to have to work really hard to stay focused in this conversation. Can they do it? Yes. Do they need to do it? Yes. Do they need to learn to do it? Yes. Do they need somebody who's patient and understanding that this is hard for the seven to do this? Yes, that's my point. Realize that when they come in with all their exciting, this, I need this, and I could get this, and I want this, and I've been learning about this. Okay, sevens come in with all of that energy, this enthusiastic, squirrel, 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 distracted energy on all these things and all this cool stuff, and we could go here and we could do that. They want you to pay attention to all of that. But then when you turn the conversation around to, I need to sit down and talk to you about our bills or grandma's health or this problem that we're facing with one of our kids, the seven's mind is going to want to move away from all of this serious, important discussion. Just recognize that it's not easy for them to remain attentive and to attend to that. Just be patient with that and understand that. Okay? Um, be patient with them. Help them to discern which activities they can do by themselves and which ones are okay for them to do by themselves and which ones that you should do together with your family. Sevens can have a hard time with this because they want to go do all the things, but not everybody wants to go do all the things. But I don't want to upset people by... Okay, so you might say to them, hey, why don't you and, uh, you know, you and your friend go, go fishing? And we'll, we'll, we'll stay home. We'll get the schoolwork done. You guys go fishing. So it's okay? Yeah, it's okay. Okay, great. So a seven might need help knowing it's fine for me to go do this thing. It's okay for me to go to the store and look at mountain bikes. Not everybody else wants to go. Is that okay? Am I going to upset everybody if I, if I go by myself? No, go ahead. Go by yourself. Have a great day. Have fun going and look at mountain bikes. You know, mountain bikes. None of us want to. None of us want to go. No, you go ahead. Have fun. It can be helpful for you to let the seven go free so they can go do things um, that you maybe you don't want to do or maybe aren't interested in doing rather than them sit at home all day, you know, because they're frustrated because they didn't go, get to go look at mountain bikes, but they didn't want to upset you. So I'm just doing the right thing like a one sitting here being mad and frustrated. And I think one last thing is is if you're in a relationship with a seven, um, that whole idea of you could take it personally that that they're wanting to go. Like, they just want to go do all these things. They're not satisfied with me at home. They should be satisfied with me at home. Uh, they should be satisfied with me and the kids going and doing these errands, but they want to go do all these adventures. They don't really love me or really care about me. I think that could be an issue too. They could create, generate hurt feelings. All right. Woo. That's 58 minutes, one hour. We got all that in. Okay. Thank you guys. I hope that this video helps. If you are a seven and you can see some of these dark sides of your personality and some of the light sides, or if you're with a seven, hopefully this is helpful in helping you learn to relate in a more positive way 
to that seven that you love and care about. Maybe he's growing up in your home uh, or was a parent or is your, your significant other. All right. Be present to life, guys. Uh, I appreciate you all and have a great day.